Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist. To find out if it's right for you. Hello and welcome to the first ever Patreon episode of Tender Loving Care question mark with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate all of these Patreon episodes are only available to you our amazing supporters Kate and I's podcast tender loving care question mark which is available on all podcasting platforms as a new episode each Tuesday and in that podcast we break down two shows from the TLC network past or present and trust us there is a lot of shit to cover however In this glorious Patreon world, only you, dear subscribers, will be able to listen to us cover current airing shows on TLC every week. Without further ado, let's dive in to the latest jewel in the wonky crown of TLC, 90 Day Fiancé UK. Kate, hello! Hi, I'm so excited. I'm like shaking. I'm so excited to talk about this with you. We are a giddy, giddy, giddy. It is unbelievable. I mean, Kate, you know, I want to talk to you before we get in to breaking it down. The fact that 90 Day is a phenomenal, cultural, cultural, universal phenomenon. I mean, when it comes to the news of all, like what's going on with all of these people's lives, it's more important than before I hit the BBC app for news, world news. This is my world news. What's going on with Mohammed? I mean, it's been, it's so huge to us. I would like to talk to you a little bit just about how you've personally been impacted by the genius of 90 Day. Okay, where to begin? Mm. Like many reality shows, I saw this sporadically. And Mm. then as I got older and I guess had less of a life. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. It's just become an obsession. And I just love watching these people make terrible mistakes mm, and 
find out these huge lies from mm. their partners and mm. just yeah. make a huge mess of their lives. It's like, I feel like they're family to me now, but like distant oh. cousins that I can just yes. watch on Facebook and be like, what are they doing? Yes. So that's uh, how it is to- for me. That that is you've succinctly put together why this has been so successful and why it is loved by so many people. We are watching people make terrible decisions, and there is nothing better in the world of reality TV than watching people do things that no one should ever do, and they do them, and they do them with the film crew. It's just outstanding. It's outstanding television. The thing you need most for a good reality show, in my opinion, mm. is good casting. Sure. What makes good casting? High level of delusion. Yes. And mm. just you can't be self-aware. And the best, best seasons are full of people who just have no idea how they come off. Yeah, that's very and true. That's it's how I feel true. this was. It, it was good. Okay. I mean, listen, we had to get on this not only because it was a obviously a new franchise and a new part of the 90 day franchise but when it said uk and as you can tell from me screeching into my microphone i am born and raised in england i am currently i live in los angeles kate lives in austin we met in la and bonded over our love of reality tv and when i saw kate that there was a uk version and i thought you know what's going to be so beautiful now is that I'm going to be able to see my fellow countrymen and women be as horrific as the American versions on these shows. Like, give us a chance. Ugh. Give the UK people a chance to show how, what terrible decisions we make. You know, equal opportunities. It's only fair. I'm glad that you have that now. Yeah. Uh, thank you. And you know what? This is, I, we're going to be so far we have two episodes that have been released on TLC so Kate and I are going to do a little bumper episode today we're going to cover both of the episodes we'll go episode by episode get into the people on them um I I before I start I just I just want to say this was like a cozy hug for me it was a cozy hug seeing the streets seeing the cars seeing everything from my homeland just a little hug and it was beautiful and it was wonderful um it made me very, very happy. And I think, dare I say it, we can discuss this a little bit later. This is going back to the glory years of original 90 Day Fiancé. Those first seasons, but I would even say we're on season nine now for regular 90 Day. I would say three, four, like the Darcy years, the outstanding Emmy, should be Emmy award winning <laughs> episodes. They were so real. And this feels like we're going back home, Kate. They really outdid themselves. I mm. was feeling a little bit yeah. bored and just annoyed with the latest season. It's like, obviously, I still devoured every single episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. But it was not great casting nice. because it was these boring influencer girls mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. have nothing to offer me. Yes. And, and boring guys too. And but yeah, don't forget that. But I think you hit on something as well is that the best casting for reality TV shows, any, is lack of self awareness. Mm-hmm. And, and also when they say the best line, the best line you could ever hear in a 90 day show. Well, I haven't told them something yet. <gasps> oh, Music to my ears. <laughs> is glo- it is like a champagne pop. 
it is just it's that cork popping it's me getting excited i know what we have to come and there I love is, that. There is a lot of that. There's a lot. <laughs> I'll tell her at the right time. Oh, she, yeah. do- she doesn't know yet. I what is she going to do? Oh. oh, dreamy. So, Kate, I thought, why don't we do a little bit? Why don't you just read the synopsis of 90 Day Fiance UK just to get us all in the mood? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, this is how TLC describes this show. Following eight Brits, Uh, who will have 90 days from when their partners land in the UK to say, I do. Their non-British other halves will be moving their entire lives to the UK for love. Okay. So uh, let's get in. Let's get in. Episode one. In love, but we've never met. We kick off beautifully with Sean, aged 41, from Botley, who is in a relationship with Christine, 41, from the Philippines. Now, I don't know, our listeners right now, listeners, you may be in the UK, you may be in many other parts of the world. So for people that um, perhaps don't know the geography of England or where these places are, I'm just going to help out on that. I'm going to do some translation. Okay, I was hoping you would do that. I want to know the context of these places yes i want to make sure that we kind of got an idea of where everything is because i will say there is a running theme here um but uh so botley um if you're looking at um a map of england botley is in the south east so it's kind of near southampton it's a and it is a very very nice place there were some like shots of it you see the thatched cottages and stuff um it is a very very nice nice place um i also just want to just want to say is this for for listeners that may not listen to our other potty and don't um don't know kate and i do not discuss a single thing about these shows before we meet because we don't do any texting we just know our assignment we know what we have to watch and then we just say hashtag save it for the potty because we want live reactions we want live discussions so none of this we have talked about before listener yes so sean all right. Okay. Okay. All right. Hi, hi, Sean. Um, Sean starts off <clears throat> by saying he's a, a cleaning manager. Quote: Someone has to do it. Oh, okay. Fair enough. And the first thing that got me is, oh, he's South African, right? You meet his parents that are South African, and it's never mentioned. I just want to start off by saying that, like, Kate, you're looking a little bit com- perplexed. I didn't even catch that. I didn't even catch that. He's South African. Oh, his parents are South African. And I real and I realized as we're going through the like, oh, they're going to mention something about how he, you know, came over here himself. So he knows what's it, what it's like, Hmm. but it was never even mentioned. And I, I just found that really, really odd because he, he goes to meet his parents later in the episode and they have thick South African accents. He does as well. And so he was obviously an adult or kind of teenager when he came over to England anyway. And I was like, why? This is all about travel and immigration. Why have we not really spoke, mentioned that at all? But That's it was never point. mentioned. Yeah, I just wanted just wanted to say that. I have a quick question. Is a cleaning Go. manager just a janitor? You know, is that a janitor? I think what happened here is that Sean ha- was told, you know, by the producers, let's get, you know, what do you do? I'm a cleaner. 
I think generally it's we you don't usually use that here. You would say janitor in America. We would say you're just a cleaner. So he says it's in a supermarket, I believe, a grocery store. So I love this. I'm gonna be doing a lot of translation. It's I gonna be it I love it. <laughs> um so I think you know, he put manage at the end of it. Mm unclear um i think he cleans a shop i think that's what he does all right right, and i guess that would be a janitor in america right in a shop or something yeah Mm -hmm. so he tells us you know he goes someone has to do it but he seems pretty jovial and okay with his with his position yeah um then he talks about the flat that he lives in apartment um and he says this was what I loved about it is he talks, I live in a flat and he lists every room that's in it. Like, like that was going to be something. He's going to have a bathroom and uh, got a bedroom, uh, got a kitchen and uh, got a living room. I mean, you could have <laughs> just said over one bedroom flat, but he like listed everything so specifically. Good for you, Sean. I know. I like that you did that. <laughs> and he, he does start to mention that he's lonely, Kate, doesn't he? He does. He tells us that he will oftentimes living alone, talk to his appliances. He'll say, oh, good morning, toaster. And the sorry, my bad accent. And then he'll say, and then I pop into the mirror and I say, good morning, Sean. And I thought, oh, Sean. I, you know, on my notes, because Kate and I write copious amount of notes. I have written, I think three times in the period of all of this, all the notes I took about Sean, I just wrote, oh Sean dot 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 (laughs) multiple times because he says yeah you know as Kate just said he goes oh you know sometimes I go hello toaster hello kettle and what I loved and this is the genius for 90 day this is the genius for reality tv when you get a good editor he makes this statement right then he says that thing about the mirror fucking cameraman right does a long hold on the te- toaster next to the kettle in his kitchen it just holds on it and then it does like a slow fade out i was like you are <laughs> these editors are genius that's kiss it was so good um so he tells us that so you're getting the impression all right you're a little bit lonely and he says he has been i i kind of wrote this later because i didn't catch it at the beginning eight years okay eight years he's been together with Christine, who's in the Philippines, and he describes her as quirky. Now, it is a word that gets me when someone describes themselves or other people as quirky. I just think they're probably very boring. I would because it's the exact opposite. I'm really crazy. It's always the least fun person at the party when someone says that. So True. then it shows us Kate this video. So he goes, we video chat all the time, da, 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 and she's so quirky. And there's a video of her acting out something. I mean, it wasn't meant to be taken seriously, but what she was trying, there was no context. You just see a video of her with smeared lipstick all around her mouth and plastic bags tied all around her waist and to her legs. And she's wearing them as clothes and she's dancing on a table. No context. Nah. Don't need that it. was so bizarre. Thank you for bringing that up. I was like, surely he's going to say something to no. explain. No, just no, don't need it. very no, strange just, video. Just, just quirky. Just yeah. quirky. It's not, and it is not mental illness. Just quirky. Um, <laughs> and then you see him talking to her right on the video chat. And uh-huh. there's something that chain listeners. It's just hard. Sean 
is desperate for this, as many of them are. But he's on this video chat with her. And what's mentioned a couple of times is obviously money. And all these friends, like, we're worried that they're only in it for the money and they want the equivalent of a green card to come to England. And then she just, he goes, do you love me? Oh, so hang on, let me, uh, once again, apologies for all my accents. So let me try to see if you can, do you love me? He keeps going, do you love me? And she goes, ha, 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 um, uh, when you get paid, I love you when you get paid. And he's like, oh, you know, what is mine is yours. And what is yours is yours. Just, and she's like, ha, 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 yeah, let me know. I want your credit cards. And you think, quirky, question mark, <laughs> or is she just telling it, just prepping him? I don't know. And then we, and then just to go into the money, Mm, he tells us that he sends her about uh, $400 a month. And he says he's over the years spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on her. Hundreds Um, of thousands. I did a little research here, cursory research. Right. Um, So $400. U.S. dollars is 22,197 Philippine pesos. Okay. And I also found from my Googling, sorry Mm -hmm. if this is incorrect, but the average monthly income in the Philippines is around 300 U.S. dollars. So he's just giving her $400. You see, this is what didn't make sense because he's saying this, Kate. And I'd written down it's actually 400 pounds he's sending her, which equates to like $463. I mean, it's not a huge difference, but it's like 463 or something. What I loved about this as well, they did the exchange rate at the bottom. I I love that. I was like, thank you. They did it for the American audience. They're like 400 pounds equals $463. I love that. So he tells us, you know, I send her that (laughs) to live on, to help her out and help her family. And I'm left after I pay my bills with 60 quid. Now, when you say quid, that's the same thing as saying pounds, 60 pounds. 60 pounds for an entire month is nothing. I mean, zero, nothing. I don't know whether he was counting his shopping, his groceries in that, but he says he's left. And he goes, and that's okay for me. That was shocking. As a cleaner, dude, minimum wage, let's just say it's even a little bit above minimum wage because he did say he's a manager is in England, let's say it's $20 an hour. Let's just say something like that. That Still, £400 he's sending to a month. So you're watching this and you're going, okay, this doesn't, it's set up like all of these other ones. He's providing an entire life for her. Um, why is he sending her so much? Some, you know, she's taking advantage of him. Stuff starts to come out. Yes, we find out that, on one of the times he went to visit her, he did end up getting her pregnant, apparently. Um, and apparently. <laughs> perhaps. Pregnant, uh, no pun intended. Let's have a pregnant pause there. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. And this part made me so sad. He is oh. really upset talking about this. So he oh, says no. that he's only seen his son four times. He saw his son when he was two weeks old, six months, mm-hmm. a year. And now it's mm-hmm. been two years since he's seen yeah. him. And he's yeah. really sensitive about it, obviously. Um, but this did make the money start. Exactly. Making sense. I was like, okay, okay. Exactly. He's taking care of his kid. Exactly. 
But I would like to say that before we find out he has a son, we go and meet the mum and dad, right? And the mum and dad are doing exactly what the viewers are so far. They're going, I think she's using you for money. We're scared of this, um, Sean. I don't know why she's doing this. Why? And they say, why are you sending her money? And at that point, you're going, yeah, I agree. It's their grandson. That's why he's sending money, because he has a kid over there. But then you realize it's because I can tell you right now that mom and dad don't believe that's his kid in a million years. No. Million years. They just, they, you can see them. They tell this story, Kate, that really I wanted to cry because Sean's, he's like this big guy. And he, the mom and dad used to say the problem is with him. He gives everything. He gives, gives, gives. He goes, when he was like younger, we'd give him pocket money. And he'd go out and he'd buy stuff for everybody else and come back with nothing. (laughs) And I just wanted to cry. Like, I just, I was thinking, please, Christine, please don't be a scammer. Please make sure this kid is his. Please, please. Because, oh, by the way, this first episode, he was crying 89% of the time. I just want everyone to be aware of that as well. That's about it. That's that's like a Danielle of Danielle and Muhammad percentage. (laughs) Good throwback and actually a very accurate comparison. Very accurate comparison. So we see him, uh, Kate, they've spoken to the mum. We find out about the son, Christian, and then he does meet with his friends in the pub. Do you want to talk about them? So he says they're his friends. It's a co-worker. He He got me hired at my job, something like that. This guy... I'm so sorry, but has super fucked up teeth. He didn't even have any teeth. They were, he describes them, because you know the producers go, look, we need to do a scene where you're going to the pub. By the way, this couldn't have been more English. They were all in pubs constantly. Everyone was in a pub. It wasn't even a restaurant, just in a pub. I have a note, like, ask Pauline, are they alcoholics or just English? Just (laughs) English. Okay. Just 100% English. And so... He goes there, and you know, Chelsea were like, look, we need you to like meet with some of your mates so you can, you, they always have this scene, right? In all the 90s, you need to discuss with your friends, you're bringing someone over. Mm-hmm. And you know, he was like, oh, I don't know who to do, who to bring. And so he talks about Jimmy, who Kate just spoke about, but he says, yeah, you know, he got me this job and I honestly thought he was going to say he's like a mentor to me. He's like, he taught me everything I know. And then I was like, what, what was your job? What's your job again, Sean? all right got it um and jimmy opens his opens his mouth and here's a stereotype yes i know english teeth blah 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 blah. we don't have the american gorge movie star teeth i get it i understand but this is not indicative of what all the english teeth are like i want to say that this guy there was nothing there kate there was one poking out saying hello and then the rest were just gums it reminded me of my dearly departed chihuahua who had like three teeth so he's going on he's going on he has obviously really strong opinions just like all the friends on all the 90 day shows Love so good and he's like well i don't know man i don't what if this baby's not even yours he just (gasps) he just he drops it there and sean is pissed he you know that was the own that was a note that i wrote in there i said i'm scared and what i wrote actually i wrote i'm worried about his anger 
I think this is a guy that comes across as this lovable bear, which he is. He's very generous and he's probably been taken advantage of a hell of a lot in his life because he is so giving. And he doesn't seem to have a lot of street smarts. That's another thing. There doesn't seem to be any kind of street smarts there. But I think he's one of those people, Kate, that when he goes and he blows a top, everyone better run. Everyone better run. You saw his eyes go dark a little. There was something there. So he goes, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy No Teeth was just like, well, you know, just very English as well that we don't sugarcoat shit. It's just like, yeah, kid probably isn't yours though. And he, the darkness, the cloud appeared. And by the way, you may, you may be wondering why we're not mentioning there was another friend, right? (laughs) This guy, I think his name was Chris Unclear. At one point, he put his hand up, like on the on the table. It was just covered in scabs. I mean, I no. <laughs> I don't know if what was going on there, but this guy said zero. They said, "Look, I think they grabbed this 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 guy that was shooting up around the back of the pub and was like, can you come in and just pretend? We'll give you food. We'll give you some beer and some cigarettes. Can you just sit in this chair and pretend to be friends with a South African guy?'" <laughs> and he did it. He didn't say a single word. And at the scabs up and down his arms, I was like, there's something darker than Sean's anger going on here. I want that guy gone. Scary as shit. And he was just eating his chips. He had a burger and chips. He was just eating it, not saying anything. And the camera kept trying to get shots of him, but he wasn't even listening. He was just, oh, Oh. it's free food. Yeah. Drinking his pint. And then he just left and just went to shoot up again. I mean, it was yeah. really bad. It was he really bad. did not know that man. No way. Uh, so <laughs> that's the meeting with his quote unquote friends. Yeah. Um, I do want to bring up this quote that his mm. mom said. Okay. She directed this to Christine, but she's just saying this in her confessional if you are messing with Sean and stringing him along, I'll find you, gal. <laughs> and I'll, goes, and you'll wish you'd never been born. She goes, and you will wish that your mother never gave birth to you. That's, That's what she it. Said. That's and it. And I just, I wrote down, uh, no, 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 blah, 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 blah. And then I wrote, mum then makes a mafia threat to Christine. <laughs> because <laughs> it was like a South African mafia threat to this woman. It wasn't like, oh, you'll wish you were never born. You wish your mother never gave birth to you. I was well, like, oh. You see where he gets that away. anger. Yeah. Back away. <laughs> I was scared. Yeah, you should be. Then the visas, right, Kate? Yeah, the visas. So what we find, one thing I want to talk about as we're going through this, it's, I appreciate deeply the way they go through this like they you know what on 90 oh. days we are like okay there's a whole episode about jibri and me like moving out and moving boxes this was like no no okay they get a visa okay they didn't get a visa then they go over there then they're packing you're like thank you thank oh. you the speed of everything it's given to us Kate. lightning fast pacing mm. i mean mm. i have that same note i was like if this Beautiful. were the last season of 90 day fiance we would still be watching the same fight like two episodes later absolutely and this was like one episode mm. they're on a trip next episode they're back it's like oh. they are doing sh- yeah i agree it, it was, was awesome it was beautiful because i could not 
take my eyes off. I mean, it's rare that I do take my eyes off when I'm watching such important creations as 90 Day Fiance. But with this, it was going. We were going. Yeah. So we see he's talking. Uh, Sean is going, all right, well, you know, I want my son over here. I want my um, wife to come over here. And oh, yeah. And then he's like, I'm, we need to get these visas approved. So then he finds out. Christine says the visa um, has not been approved and then he's just in floods of tears again and of course the parents like oh she probably didn't even apply for it and just took the money and then I just wrote poor poor Sean so many notes like that then we find out a little secret which we love 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 about Christine (laughs) couple secrets from Christine secret yeah Christine is still married. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you can cross that off your bingo card when it comes to things for 90 day fiance casting. Skeletons in the closet, still married, still living with a partner, perhaps. Oh, debt. You know, all of these things are a bingo card we should make for 90 day fiance. We should. That's a great idea. <laughs> She's still married. Um, she has three kids. <laughs> And Sean's like, yes, uh, yes, you know, she does uh, have three children. And uh, yes, I, I support them because I am like their, uh, I'm like their stepfather. I'm not their father. Like you had to like say that. Like, no, no, we get that you're not their yeah. father, Sean. Don't, don't worry, love. I have a bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I have a and kitchen. And a kitchen. I have, all, yeah, I have, I have a bedroom. Um, So he's like, you know, and they're like my children. And then he's on this video call with her. And the eldest child is getting like supplies or something for school. And Christine's going, well, um, you know, I want to get him, um, you know, this laptop. He's going to get a laptop. And you just see Sean and he's like, oh, you, you know what? I, I'm, going to pay, I'm going to pay for that laptop. And she is like feigning surprise. She's like, oh, really? Oh, you, you don't have what? to do that. What? And you know what's really sad is he's like, you see him so happy saying he can do it yeah oh yeah uh no you know what that is my present to him I'm going to do it I'm going to do it and you just think he was he gets so much joy from making other people happy but he Mm -hmm. doesn't understand the people that he's making happy aren't always appreciative and aren't don't always have the right reasons it's just he doesn't seem to understand that he deserves Mm -hmm. that in turn and that he shouldn't, Uh he shouldn't act like that with any, with someone he's supposedly going to marry. If they're giving him breadcrumbs back, it's not fair. You know, that's a really good point. What has she given him? Oh, a kid, I guess. Well, unclear. (laughs) Question mark. (laughs) Question mark. Well, because oh, then, mm-hmm. well, remember they're talking, he's talking about her still being married and he makes sure to tell us, he's like, but they don't live together. They don't live yeah, together. I know. And yeah. I was like, that yeah. just made me think they, they do. I <laughs> or know. Something. And, and I forgot, we didn't even mention when he's meeting with Jimmy No Teeth and the crack addict that um, <laughs> he says, I'm not getting a DNA test. Of course. Remember he said that he's like, I don't need a DNA test that he, the boy looks just like me. He's, he's my son. He's my son. Um, hmm. Bury your head in the sand. Why don't you? Let's ya? have a think about that. Yeah. And so he talks about the children, talks about Christine still being married, not living with the partner. Let's just make sure we say he, she's not living. Um, then they talk about the divorce slash annulment. Now, Philippines is a predominantly Catholic country. Okay. 
in Catholicism, they don't approve of divorce generally. And so you would prefer to get an annulment. I cannot speak about what it's like in the Philippines um, if this was completely true. But she was claiming, the kind of story here is, is that Sean has to pay £5,000 to get for Christine to get an annulment as opposed to a divorce because he's he claims or has been sold on the idea that they don't do divorces there. I swear in our history of 90 days, there have been Filipinos that have been divorced. But, you know, what do I know? I don't know the rules. I know it's a big Catholic, a, a Catholic country, but I do know that with annulment in the Catholic church, there has to be some proof of fraud. She was evidently with them for a long time and has three kids. How would you get an annulment? To be honest, I'm a little bit confused about the whole annulment versus divorce mm. distinction because yeah. it, my understanding of annulments was that you it's like what Britney Spears did with that guy from high school she married in Vegas. And I'm like, oh, so you- is her wedding like a couple of months ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jason Alexander. Definitely. So uh, I thought there was like a time thing with it. Like, is that you know, not, I don't know. In general is usually um, it's usually done um, by people, someone like a Britney Spears thing like that, where they were either had a lot of money and they're like, shit, uh, that was really, really quick. We need to just act like that never happened. So you'd get an annulment as a divorce as opposed to a divorce and annulment also happens a lot with catholics um perhaps they got into a marriage that um you have to kind of prove fraud with annulment that you were either led to believe something that wasn't true um or they misled you in a way and you can then or you never had sex with a partner that's the one thing that you would the, the annulment would be granted we saw that with danielle and muhammad Oh, remember right. it? Because Maha- it was like they did one time have sex. Mm. Yeah. Oh, was- but no, so it happens a lot with Catholics do that because okay. it's very old fashioned that, that you would believe if you have a divorce and you can't, can't that that's against, you know, your Catholic religion and it's a sin, essentially. That's what you say. Divorce is a sin. So you would get an annulment. So the Catholic Church still recognizes you as a good standing Catholic. That's the kind of okay. overarching idea. And I think that's what was going on here. Okay. But Christine had three kids with this guy. He must She didn't say anything about how long she was married to him or anything i think honestly what was going on if that was true if it's true that she's trying to get an annulment and it's that much money is because she's trying to pay someone to put it through as an annulment like underhand trying to pay someone so it costs you a lot of money um and you can kind of just buy an annulment as opposed to it being done for the right reasons i would assume and but i think with the if she tries to claim she wants an annulment as opposed to a divorce for religious reasons well, she was having sex with Sean and had a baby before they were married. So I, I, you know, I, I don't know what that was about at all. I really don't. Lots of money, right? I mean, so- how much should it cost? It, would you think an annulment would? Co- it doesn't cost. 5, I mean, you a lawyer pounds. to go through it. And 5,000 pounds in the Philippines. I mean, you've just right. the exchange rate. Right. It's, he's getting Uh, you see it's hard because you listen to all of this you watch it and you go he's completely getting taken you're like he's completely getting taken i think 
you know, what this does as well is 90, this 90 day UK kind of different to the regular 90 days. They give you a lot of little clips. They're showing you so many clips of what's to come. And you just feel, I just felt so satisfied. <laughs> I know it was a glorious thing. So you're, but I was, and we're talking about the speed they move because we see this, right? We see that it's got rejected. Yep. And then suddenly straight away, next scene was short. It's like, we applied again. Let's see if the visas got through. Do you know how long that takes on the regular? Well, you do on the regular 90 right. days. That would be like two seasons. Yeah. <laughs> and this was like next scene. So we sat down again, video chat with Christine. <gasps> the visas have got approved for Christine and Christian. So he's crying and everything's great. We're getting to the end of him in the series. And then we get a little hint of a skeleton. <laughs> what is the skeleton that Sean is hiding, Kate? Wait, did they tell us? Uh, remember, he's saying, I haven't told her yet, but... Oh, he has a bunch of credit cards. I miss this. Oh, monstrously amount in debt. He says, uh, "I'm when uh, it comes to money, I'm rock bottom. I have nothing." Classic. He says, I haven't told Christine yet that I'm completely broke. I haven't told Christine yet that I have massive amounts of credit card debt. Mm. And I was like, "And leave it on that." You just you knew it was coming. Oof. So the start episode ended with us seeing Sean crying about being so happy now, crying for, to be happy this time, um, about waiting for Christine to come over from the Philippines and they're going to start their life together. But uh, so her visa, explain. her visa was for eight months, didn't they say? Yeah, it was for eight months, yeah. it, which so. I didn't understand really. I guess it's, oh, I guess... I guess he just plans on marrying her during those eight months then, right? Because it wasn't... I think so. I don't know what type of visa it was because there are many different... Well, I don't know if it was technically a fiancé visa. That was unclear. But yeah, she's there for eight months. I was wondering too. I'm like, that's a long time, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it was exactly that. I think it was Mm -hmm. another type of visa that she got. Um, And I will be very interested to see when she enters his flat that has a kettle and a toaster don't forget um to see what she thinks of that and the money and the lifestyle oh and by the way she was also like oh yeah and uh, once we're settled i'm gonna bring my other three kids over as well yeah right you're gonna need a little more than 60 quid extra every month oh yeah so that was our introduction to sean it was a great intro i mean for our first one out the gate in the episode well done casting well done outstanding great hey do you want to take us in to the next couple which i will have accents for oh yes okay (laughs) oh yeah okay so we have katie Mm -hmm. k-a-d-i-e i'm katie with a t (laughs) um she's 26 yep rastrick she's from west yorkshire um, which is it's Yorkshire's the county, which is um, just a little geography lesson here. And this is when I say we're going to get into running themes. Okay. With Sean that was from the South. Uh-huh. Everyone else bar one are all from the North and they're all from like exactly around the same area. Remember when we talk about 90 days, it's all Georgia, Florida, Texas. Yeah. This is the same thing, but it's literally reversed the North. So West Yorkshire is, if you're looking at a map of England, 
it's northwest okay Okay. and when we meet somebody else they're literally from like 40 minutes away and there's another woman that is in yorkshire as well it's so crazy they are all from the same area okay tiny remember yeah so yeah she's from west yorkshire okay and then she's with alejandro who's 30 from guadalajara mexico yes they met on an international dating website Mm -hmm. and they've never met they hadn't you're right they hadn't and you know the yorkshire accent i look i hope you have a grandma liz impression oh oh, well well, hang on i may have some quotes here so the i need a moment to get character here guys i mean you know my training was a while ago give me a second so yorkshire accent so just for reference by the way i'm from the south so when i say disparaging things about the north you understand why no i'm from (laughs) um i'm from the south i'm from about 40 miles west of london um so that's southeast just for reference and yorkshire they all talk like this and uh where is this stopping and she goes oh it's so lovely Oh, he's so lovely. I love him so much. He's coming over from Mexico and I don't know where he's going to be. I mean, that's the accent. Wait, will you say, okay, the first quote I have. Okay. So guys, we start off, we're introduced to Katie and then we're almost immediately introduced to her grandmother named Liz, who is a huge part of her life. She's her grandma, but it seems like she raised her. I think she raised Mm -hmm. her, right? Mm -hmm. Or she's been around a lot and they live together. So they're flatmates there it's her granddaughter it's her best friend you know they're very close and one of the first things we see with her segment is her grandmother is on one of these jiggly exercise machines yeah and like her butt is just shaking really fast she goes you can see that it shakes your bottom (laughs) is that what she says okay she goes Oh, oh, you can see it really shakes your bottom, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, do you yeah, think yeah. Alejandro, do you think Alejandro would like this? She <laughs> is okay. outstanding. She, oh, when I, when we were taken into this house that Katie lives with, it's weird saying Katie because it sounds like I'm saying an American saying Katie. But anyway, yeah. um, Katie, um, that she shares with Liz, as you said, they're super, super close. And there was just things I started spotting straight away, straight away. Maybe because okay. I'm homesick. Maybe because it's like the cozy hug. I saw straight away one thing I'd miss desperately because there is no need for them in Southern California where I live, a radiator. Uh, And uh, when I saw that radiator up against a wall and then above it, you have the windowsill, little porcelain, um, porcelain little um, statues on it. I was like, I can just see myself on the sofa, cup of tea, EastEnders is blaring, You'll get the reference if you're English. I just was like, cozy hug, cozy hug. I want to be in that house with Liz while she's on her exercise machine. Um, So I noticed all that. And then we see um, there's a theme starting. And I would would say, um, you know, Chelsea, you're really trying to uh, do some quite a lot of foreshadowing here (laughs) because everything's about... Katie saying that she had lost a lot of weight recently and four stone yeah four stone there's 14 pounds and a stone just for reference and um she has been you know battling her weight she lost some more um and she goes I'm just really worried he's gonna see me and think I'm really fat and then um you know the mother was like uh, the grandmother was like oh you're beautiful don't worry about that but 
constantly talking about weight and body issues. And I was like, oh, this worries me a little bit. Mm-hmm. They go to an exercise class. In the, uh, to me, it was like the local church hall. And it was so like home. It was like some woman, you know, is having her exercise class, workout class in, in the village. And it's in the local church hall. And that's where you get on a Wednesday night when it's pitch black by 4 p.m. It's just, it was all amazing for me. I loved it. And they go in and she's obviously, they have the scene obviously where she's talking to her friends afterwards. And there were so many things that I realized if you're not English, there's not only the accent, the West Yorkshire accent that may be a little bit tricky as opposed to listen to a Downton Abbey or something like this that, you know, we're all very used to, um, is that the terminology, for example, um, one of the women goes to Katie because Katie's like, oh, you know, he's coming over, he's coming over from Mexican and doesn't know what to do. And she's always kind of smiling. And this woman goes, um, oh, oh, where's he stopping? And without the answer people might think where's he stopping what does that mean but it means where's he staying and she goes oh yeah yeah staying with me yeah staying with me and my grandma yeah be really good so i realized a lot of little terms there oh there were full segments where i had no idea what grandma liz (laughs) was saying at all at all subtitles would be good for this i think we probably recommend you to put subtitles on actually (laughs) as you move forward it would help. Yeah, I it need to. Yeah. Um. So we are anticipating Alejandro is going to be coming over, Kate. It's I just have exciting. one very important question before we get oh. to him. What was that brown soupy shit she was eating? I knew that was. I knew. I nearly put it in a note. Okay, so you see her having a breakfast, and Katie sat there having a breakfast, and it was you saw she's so English. It's so English and evidently on a diet. She's like baby bells next to her, the cheese. And then she has this, it it was a bowl and I knew exactly what it was immediately, but I thought, I actually thought Kate's going to ask what this is. And people will be like, what is it? It's something called Weetabix. Now everyone in England's going to go, oh, I know Weetabix. Weetabix is a very, very traditional English breakfast. It's really, really healthy. um, Except we usually then put a load of sugar over it, but it's like, um, I don't even know how to really adequately describe this. It's like a, um, it's not a grain. Um, oh, how do I describe this? Okay, Weetabix is, you get them in packets. Um, they're about like four inches long. Um, they're kind of like a round, like an oblong, kind of four inch long, <laughs> condensed wheat. It's, so it's wheat and it's like fiber. Um, you could, if you had it dry, it's like a, it has the consistency of uh, one of those... <laughs> pretty much pretty much but what the english do is it's really good on a winter's morning because it's full of fiber so it's really really good for you and you put it with you put milk over it or you you know boil milk pour it over it and it all melts and like or get all kind of spreads out and it's then you usually put sugar or something unhealthy on it but um you have that and then she had obviously just finished it i could tell so it just looked like brown goop but that was milk with the leftover Weetabix in it. Okay. That's what it was. I truly was very, I was very perplexed. I'm like, what is that? It looked gross. I thought the exact same thing. I looked at it. I was like, no one's going to know what that is, but I know she was eating Weetabix. (laughs) Okay. So now Alejandro. Okay. Now that we sorted that out. Yes. Very important. So we go to Alejandro. uh, Like, like I said, he's from uh, Guadalajara, Mexico. Mm -hmm. 
Um, he's a cute guy. He is what I say, 30. Yeah. Young guy. So the first note I have is he's with his friends and he's showing them a photo of her. They're asking about her. He's just kind of, it's the friend scene, right? That we talked about. Yeah. And, um, the, the, it was two girls and one guy. I think the two across from him were maybe a couple. I'm not sure. And then the girl next to him, I just was like, does she like him? But um, she was brutal. She was very intense about this. I thought so. Oh, well, let's see a photo of her. So he, oh, I have tons of photos. Of course. Classic 90 day. It's a photo of her with this intense filter on it, like Snapchat filter that like completely changes your jawline and you have like hearts, hearts above your head. It's like that type of thing. And she goes, how do you know this isn't Photoshopped? And I was like, and then, well, have you, then the girl's like, well, okay. So this is her head. Have you, you might not know. She might be fat. Have you seen a full body photo of her? And I was like, Dang. the word she used. Cause I had to write it down was how do you know that she's not huge? Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> she was dead serious too. Like she was she concerned. Was not, she was deeply concerned. She did not want that to go unnoticed with him, but it was confusing because I don't really understand this. Katie said, you know, there was, as I said, this was talking about her weight again, which, you know, the TLC people told that friend to say, because they were mentioning it so much. So Katie talks about this whole huge weight loss she'd done that she had chronicled it online as well on her Instagram or something. But in this scene, Alejandro and his friends, I feel like Alejandro was kind of like, oh, I haven't seen that many full body. And I'm thinking, did he ever, was there ever on our social media? I wonder if she hid that from him. I had that same thought because when she's talking about how she documented it on social media, they're doing that thing where they're like showing us examples of her videos and you can very much see her entire body. Yeah. So I thought that was weird too. And Mm. then, um, her, the girlfriend next to him says, uh, something I thought was strange. Well, what's your plan B? Yeah. As if he was going to turn to her and say, well, you, you're my plan B. Like, let's. It was odd. Yeah. It's like, why do you need a plan B? He's just dating. Like, plan B is it doesn't work out. He moves on with his life. I I think she was trying to say, if you get there and she's, quote, huge, you're going to run away, right? Where are you going to go? You know, that's pretty much what this girl is saying. Like, logistically, where will you go if she's, quote, unquote, huge? Huge. Exactly. That was weird. Okay. So that's the friend meeting. That was a friend meeting. Then we see him. And like I see the speed. We see him a cup a little bit. Then we see with the parents in Mexico. Then we're on the plane, Kate. Yep. We're on the plane to England. That setting. And she goes into Manchester Airport, which is up north near West Yorkshire, where she's from. And she's so excited to see him. And oh my God, it's going to be amazing. And uh, she's always kind of smiling. She's like, it's so good Nervous. to see Alejandro. Anyway, so she gets to Manchester Airport, which I know very, very well. And we... We revisit Manchester Airport and another one, but um, she gets there. And now, right, I just want to point out, she said, I'm worried, which seems like a big concern that she's going to, that he's going to think she's a little tubby or a little heavy. Mm-hmm. So she decides to wear, and look, I know it's England. And th- this was evidently filmed, by the way, in like October, November or something. It was freezing. It was freezing. Yeah. 
but she wears one of the most the puffiest jacket she could possibly find which made anyone look chunkamunk then she wears a dress lovely fine little polka dots with trainers whereas uh, trainers like sneakers i guess you'd call them sneakers and i'm thinking none of this is helping you or your cause that you seem so worried about i was so confused by the way she dressed to that airport if i wasn't the one flying and some person i'm dating is arriving i'm gonna show up to that airport looking banging good banging it was I don't understand these trainers. They were like run, as you'd say in America, like running shoes. Yeah, she wore them with it, like a, a pretty a smart dress type of thing. It was so. Odd. I guess not everyone is as uh, superficial as us. I, you I, know, I think after I said that, I'm like, maybe I'm just too concerned about the aesthetics of things. But yeah, no, I absolutely am. I am that shallow. So <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll admit. Yeah. Um. So she gets to the airport in that attire and then um straight away he's off there's no like waiting and a a ad break it was like he gets off the plane and honestly i was very happy she was beaming he was beaming she was like he was like you're gorgeous and then there were so many so many quotes for him that made me laugh they get outside and he's like where's the sun and i was like (laughs) (laughs) dude this is not Mexico. Where does she take him to, Paul? Where does she take him on this what? freezing cold oh, day to go good. to? So they, they decide to go down to London. Um, <laughs> so that's a bit of a journey to go from uh, north to south. They go down there and she goes, oh, you know what we're going to love? I'm going to show them all the sights and we're going to do an open top <laughs> bus tour in England. In I think this is filmed October, November. This man was about to pass out. He had this big jacket on and he was shaking like he was having a seizure. He was so cold and he just goes, UK is depressing. (laughs) He could could barely, you know, when you're so cold, you can't even really talk. I mean, he could barely keep the conversation going. All he could say was, it's so, I'm freezing. I'm freezing. And then at one point he just goes, I wrote, um, I wrote the open top bus is amazing. Quote from Alejandro. I'm going to die. I mean, yeah. it was just that deadpan as well. Yeah. He was like, this is not going to work. Because you've got to understand as well that the big theme in this and him coming over is right. trying out the UK because Katie and her grandmother are like, no, 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 no. He's moving here. I don't want to move to Mexico. Um, I have a job here. I have a house. She's a great job. She's a nurse. Um, and I don't want to leave the UK. So I'm staying here. I, I need to persuade Alejandro to fall in love with the UK. And some of the quotes, where's the sun? UK is depressing and I'm going to die is some of the things that Alejandro said about the weather. So yeah. I don't foresee this going too well. They have a lovely time together. And, and you know, the grandmother was very, very welcoming. She does say some stuff that I, I like as an equal opportunity here with 90 Day, we do talk a lot about the lack, the ignorance of other cultures. And the grandmother just says, talking to Alejandro, getting him a cup of tea, sit down on the city, have a cup of tea. And then she's like, so do you grow oranges in your back garden? And this Alejandro, who speaks perfect English, like educated guys just sat there laughing. I mean, she just goes, and you know, like your houses, are they made of like stone? And he's like, he's just laughing. He couldn't even keep a straight face. Some of the stuff she said to him, was just so so bad but it was great equal opera 
opportunities. Um, so they, they're kind of wrapped once again, before you even know it, they're wrapping up the trip. Yeah. And like, whoa, 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 whoa. He's about to head back. Did you notice how something I really respected about her, about Katie is how much of a dog lover she Got is. It. Ding, ding, ding. It's in my notes. Ding, ding, ding. Because yes. that's mm-hmm. a big factor for her. Also, she Absolutely. tells him it's not good for my dog to be in that climate. And when she said that, I said, you know what? He has to move. Absolutely. 100%. Kate, I wrote here. I love that. She's thinking of her dog. They yeah. sat there and they're like weirdly like sat at a laptop and they're like, so uh, are you going to move to the UK? And he's just like, uh, like still shivering from that bus <laughs> trip like two months ago. And, um, he's like, you know, what about Mexico? So they look up what she could earn as a nurse. By the way, she doesn't speak Spanish. She doesn't even no. speak Spanish. No. So, I mean, it's not, that's, out of the question she wouldn't be able to work because she can't communicate and um and it was weird that he was very much like i couldn't move to the uk because of work and a job but he speaks perfect english so i was i didn't really understand what his hesitation was there when he would get a visa but um she goes um no i just i can't take my dog so i can't go and i was like good for you a responsible pet owner i love that this dog was oh oh so pretty what kind of dog was that? Like a, a golden retriever? What? T- yeah, it was golden retriever. Yeah, it was just a big oh. baby. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's nice to see someone on TLC treating mm. their dog how they should. All we'll just say that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but, okay. You know, I wrote. I like them together. I think they genuinely yeah. had a lot of affection for each other. I, I think really he's do. the best. He was seemingly the best man on the show so far. Yeah. I think I so. I think he seemed like a nice guy. I think he really cared about her. And then it was kind of left with, well, she's going to go over there, see what it's like, and they have to make a decision. Because, yep. I, I mean, she's not going to move there. We just know already she's not going to no. move there. So it's got to be up to him. Yeah. Um. Then we move on to couple number three. Bridie, 31, and host, 28, from Lebanon. Bridie, by the way, is from right near West Yorkshire. Oh, she is from Rotherham. Is this the one from Rotherham? Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. She's from Rotherham, which, by the way, I just want to do a shout out. That's where the Arctic Monkeys are from, one of the best (gasps) bands in the past 25 years. Absolutely. Of course, as you should. Amazing. But they're from Rotherham. So they, and and it's right near where. where um katie was from so i'm like what is going on so they're all in that little northwest area right and bridie and by the way bridie some people may think they have i don't know if you've never ever heard that name before it's a traditional irish name i just wanted to point that out bridie's a traditional irish name okay i was curious about the name yeah okay it's a very kind of old irish name so um she has two kids a seven-year-old and a two-year-old and then she met host it is host H-O-S-T, right? Yes. Okay. Playing a video game. He lives in Lebanon, perfect English. Um, so we see her, she's going to Lebanon. She has a sister come over. We meet the sister. Hot. Oh yeah, the sister's really, yeah, she's really good looking. And so the sister comes over and I just wrote, this was great because they, once again, the foreshadowing, she's, well, which one was this? She's like, you are very jealous though, aren't you? I was like, yes, ding, ding, ding. A lot was said about Bridie right away by both her sister and her mother. Oh, yeah. That gave you a lot of insight into who Bridie is 
when people stop being nice and start getting real, <laughs> like they say on the real world. Yeah. I was worried because then you find out within the same conversation, she's already been fighting with his uncle. Yeah. Like full on fighting with the uncle because the uncle said that she's too jealous. So however it was, whether it was video chat or God knows how, she was already fighting with the uncle, which I appreciated deeply. I really, really liked. I love it when this fight's already happening before they've met. I mean, beautiful, beautiful. (laughs) So good. So then let's see, uh, host. So you talked about his uncle. So it's uh, Mm -hmm. host uncle Wisdom. Yeah, with Sam. With Sam? Yeah. Uh, so he's kind of discouraging Host from being with Bridie because, um, like you said, she's jealous and and Host is a good-looking guy. And I guess they go out and I think maybe he has a lot of options or something. I don't know. Can and we he just says, put it? Yeah, go ahead. He says he doesn't, the uncle doesn't believe in long-distance relationships. And I kind of agree. Uh, uh, look, there's a lot with Sam. I agree with Wissam. Yeah. However, his name isn't Wissam. His name is, he is an epic shit stirrer. And I oh, appreciate yeah. it so much. Listeners, throughout the episode, he's just going to it. Like, he's literally whispering in his ear. He's like, well, you know, long distance doesn't work. And, oh, yeah, she's very jealous, isn't she? And, and then he'll talk to her and be like, yeah, he gets loads of attention from loads of women. I mean, he is just stirring it. He's got this massive spoon and he's just stirring it up. Well, he's a hairdresser and that's yes. what they're good at. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So, Kate, <laughs> what happens when she goes to Manchester Airport? Uh, she oh. misses her flight, which... I related to because I've missed many flights in my day. Have you? I'm always there like five hours early. I've never oh, missed a flight. In I'm my pushing life. it. I'm constantly pushing I it. Can't I, live I, like I, that. I can't, I can't. I mean, I've gotten better as I've gotten older, but I've probably missed like five flights in my life. Truly. What? Yeah. I missed my flight coming back from Costa Rica when I studied abroad. And then I got pulled into a room in question because they didn't understand where I came from. And I had to, and I had to speak Spanish the whole time. (laughs) Well, no, they were like, cause all the flights were gone and they were just kind of like, who is this person who's randomly here? Like they were super suspicious of me. And so I had to go in this room and plead my case, like explain what happened in Spanish. Cause I didn't speak any English. (laughs) It was intense. Um, I mean, it's Costa Rica. So they were super nice. It was like, whatever, but um, you can relate. I can flight. relate. Yeah. Like I, I know most people are like, what an idiot. I was like, oh, been there girl. <laughs> and host is like pretty pissed. Quite rightly because she yeah. wasn't, she wasn't like missed it because there were delays or something. She just missed it. She was late. And it's yeah. like, dude, get your shit together. Yeah. So she gets, she misses this flight. She's in floods of tears in Manchester airport and they changed a gate. And, and because I know Manchester airport, she was kind of like, Oh, and the gates were so far apart and I couldn't make it in time. I was like, mm, I know that air. I don't buy that. But anyway, you see her going into the left elevator um, to go to like another part of the airport because what she's hoping is, or someone from the airline said, we have another flight and I'll come and get you. And I need to take you back through security, wherever it was in the airport. You needed someone that was part of the airport team to get you to the gate, get you on this next flight, right? So she's in the left elevator. And I look down. She's She is holding something that you have not, if you have not held this, you have never been in, in an airport in England. 
a WH Smith bag. Now, let me explain. Okay. <laughs> in every airport in England, you always go into WH Smith. It is a, we call them news agents. Um, the equivalent is you go in there, they sell books. They're in every high street as well in England. So they sell books, stationery. You always get your school supplies from there. Sweets, uh, crisps, chips, uh, sweets, candy, um, sandwiches. Um, they're called news agents. You get your newspaper mm-hmm. there. Okay. So they're a chain, super well known, and they're in every single airport. So whenever you get into an airport in England, you just go straight to WH. That's where you always get your bottle of water. You always get the newspaper or a magazine to read on the flight. And when I saw her grasping that WH Smith bag, once again, the hug came around me. It was all cozy warm. I just wrote classic. I <laughs> loved it. it. Made me so happy. I love hearing all these details. Oh, it's so good. And so she says, she's on the phone telling all this. And like you say, you got a little bit angry. And then she goes, but you know, there's someone, it was all very vague. It's like, someone's going to come and get me and walk me to the flight for the next flight. Then just cut back to her just crying again. Oh, I missed the second flight. <laughs> That's when I was, that even I was like, okay, girl. Dude, dude. Look, she eventually got on a third flight. Let's just say <laughs> that she got on a third flight. And then you see him getting ready to go to the airport. The uncle is with him going to the airport, which I was like, you sh- little shit stirrer. He wanted to go there. He wanted, he had to be there. Yeah, he was a great character. Yeah. And then, um, you know, they go to the hotel and then host has a has surprise when they first meet uh, for, for a doesn't, doesn't he, Kate? I have a little gap in my notes here. You'll have to hmm. take this. I'll take this. So- they go to the airport um, and uh, sorry, they go to the hotel. They're in there. And one thing that I'm I'm a little bit upset that they don't do as much as the Americans don't get into the sex life. They do, they do a little bit like she did say, you know, being intimate with him was better than I ever thought. But you know that they're just so oh. dis- they are so horrific in 90 Day. They're literally like, tell us what sexual positions you did last night with this complete stranger. And the and the people are always, always like, um, well, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, geez, did you rim Muhammad? <laughs> and how was it? Did you record it? Like, I mean, TLC is brutal on the 90 Day American one. Whereas here, I was like, can someone ask them about sex? Like, I didn't yeah. get that, which I was a bit upset about. But she does say, you know, oh, intimacy was... Uh, intimacy was uh, much better than I uh, uh, thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be really good. And then what I love is we see behind her, they're in there one night, already the ashtray is just full. I love <laughs> love seeing that because you could tell she was a smoker from from Lebanon when she was in, in England. <laughs> but um, so anyway, so he goes, I've got a little surprise for you. So he had already discussed with the uncle I'm thinking of proposing the uncle's like, don't do it, especially not on the first trip. And she had discussed with her sister, what if he proposes? And she goes, it might happen. So he goes, I'll be right back. And she's like, oh my God, I think he might be proposing. Oh, I don't know what to do. And then he comes back with this black box. And he says, this is for you. And she opens it up. And all that I can describe that's in there is American, in England, we say chemist, you say drugstore, makeup and he starts pulling out like a foundation and she is like she can't even hide her face she's literally like what the fuck and he goes and here's a brush like a, a blush brush he's like here's a brush and oh. puts it down and then he's like and here's a mascara 
and puts it down. She's just going, what? I must have been cooking or something when I saw this part, but I, this makes sense now because I remember later in the episode, the camera guys like zoomed in on her makeup and I thought like, why are they showing us her makeup? Okay. Okay. And and this wasn't a woman that you would say, you know, look dowdy and didn't put makeup on deliberately because she didn't like it. She wore makeup. So I didn't understand the, and by the way, never explained. Don't know why he did that. No idea why he did that. She was just kind of like, oh thanks i think you're a girl strange yeah (laughs) i don't know what that was and then really the rest of their trip once again they went through it went through it went through it i was hoping for a big fight kate when we heard the red flags in england i was like the jealousy come on well he does get really he's the type of person i could not be with because he's really impatient and like I don't know. He just seems go, go, go. Like he's, he's the opposite. He's not chill. He's not chill at all to me. I, I, cause there's, they're going to the dinner. Um, it's the, well, first I'll say, uh, she gets her hair done by the uncle <laughs> and, uh, she's kind of talking about her jealousy issues with the uncle and she starts, kind of needling him for got not gossip but like insight about when they go out and he stirs it the fuck mm-hmm. up he's like she's like so like when you guys go out is he talking to people like he's a good looking guy he probably gets approached right yep he does yep absolutely yeah he does every night yep absolutely women always at him yep. <laughs> yep. that spoon out he had a he had a hair curler in one hand and a spoon in the other he was like keep it going <laughs> Fan in the flames, Uncle so, Wisdom. And so, so um, that really kind of gets her thinking, and she mm. wants to bring this up with him. And I think maybe the producers told her to bring this up because cool. his reaction is he's like, This mm. is so annoying. We've gone over this a million times. Mm. And then she says, Yeah, I, and I did wonder how bad this got because they hint at it, but you know, there's so much under it that she's like, oh yeah, I had some really big problems with my jealousy. And I'm like, what would she do? So she's probably like calling him a hundred times when he's out. I think so. And uh, he's like, I just really thought we moved past this and all of that. And so then um, the other thing is she thinks that they're going to this lunch on her last day there, but with just him and his uncle turns out it's like eight people yes. and she's just sitting there doesn't speak arabic and is just like i miss well, my kids remember that this this is like their last day or something and yeah. he tells you see the camera goes to her while she's doing her makeup and she says <laughs> i'm just really annoyed because i thought it was going to be us and now it's eight people and now it's really annoying so what she does is and i think this was totally to spite him First of all, you should always, you know, I don't know. I can't stand lateness. I'm going to say, I think it's a height of rudeness. It's my pet peeve. So I empathize. I get him. You know, you're like, I, you know, I'm just my, but I'm not. I could, if we need to be somewhere at nine o'clock, I'll be there at eight. 8.45 is acceptable. But you could yeah. be there a little bit early. Yeah. So he has all his friends he's going with for dinner and he's outside in the car and waiting for it. And she's deliberately on a video chat with a kid. And I'm like, here's the spite. It can see yeah. it coming in. And then she just meanders and saunters down to the car. And they're yeah. like, 
And so when you are someone that worries about punctuality a lot, you get so hot blooded and stressed out. So by the time they get there, he's like, we're late. We are so late. They're probably eating already. And, did, 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 did. and she's like, calm down, calm down. Right. I, it was, I, I can see that. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, she just, she wanted to punish him for, springing this on her I guess yeah so they have that lunch and then they like have dinner to just the two of them right yeah yeah but I'm what I was upset Kate not gonna lie I had fingers crossed there I was like is something gonna blow up at the dinner I I mean at the lunch because they're they're kind of crossing words a little bit I'm like come on come on let's get this fight let's get this fight let's get nothing I wanted more that chic lady that was across the table smoking a cigarette I knew, I knew you'd love her. I'm like, she is so cool looking. She was cool, sexy, confident. Like she was this woman, she was dating the uncle. And I'm sure this uncle dates everyone because he was kind of giving that off. But she was this like sexy, cool blonde that was just so into her body and just lying on the uncle smoking a cigarette during dinner. And I'm like, I want to be you when I grow up. I was like, you, you. She was was awesome. And yeah, then uh, what? So, okay. So then they're kind of like wrapping things up. They go to this rooftop bar and mm-hmm. um, they, they do speak about how, you know, just the state of Lebanon and how everyone's yeah. trying to get out. And he's talking about how dark the city is. And the only thing lighting it up is the car lights because mm-hmm. they don't have electricity all the time because they're in such an economic no crisis. That. that was very interesting. I had no clue it was that bad. It was, it was wild to see. Yeah. And, um, so there he's getting emotional about how he wants a better life and to not, he's, he's talking about how like, um, the exchange rate has, has been so crazy in the past couple of years. Uh, so then it's just kind of like, we don't know when we're going to see each other again. And then she has to leave. Yeah. Kind of left like that. Yeah. And that was the end of those two. For for now. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna give I'm gonna let you go on to the couple we have next that I know oh. we haven't met all eight couples. I know we haven't, but I'm telling you this one is winning. Gold star straight away. Kate, take it away. So Who are we funny. Next? So Who funny. Are we meeting? Okay, so this is Victoria. She's 33, Wolverhampton. Yeah, so Wolverhampton is Midlands. So okay. if you're looking at the map, it is um so I'm in the south, uh mm-hmm. southeast. And then if you go north a little bit to the basically middle of the country, Midlands, mm-hmm. um, but it's a little bit to the west, you would find Wolverhampton. And above all that is Yorkshire and where the rest of these people are from. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And she is with another Sean. Don't. Sean, so she's 33. Sean is a little bit older. Unclear. A little Uh, bit older is how he tells her. And clear. Supposedly 42. He's from Japan. And uh, she tells us she's really into Japanese culture. And um, she met him, I guess, online. I I don't know if I have this even written down. And uh, Pokemon Go. That's oh, Pokemon Go. Pokemon, gotta catch them all. I have that in my notes that they play it, but oh my God. Yeah, that's how, okay. So they're nerds. They met and she just loves the Japanese culture. And so I have in my notes, I feel like he could be anyone. Like 
She didn't say anything about him personally that she liked. She only expressed her doubts. because she doesn't know anything about him. She doesn't know who this person is. When we, listener, (laughs) this man, uh, as Kate is going to get into, is a complete, she says, quote, man of mystery. No, 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 no. He has literally never told her a single thing about himself, ever. No, he's bad for her, great for us to watch. It's... So she says that she just likes having someone to text and someone in her pocket and they talk all the time. And I'm kind of like, what are you talking about all day? You know, and he just calls her cute all the time. And so she has her friend scene. She's talking about Sean and she's like, yeah, I think he kind of like has a lot of credit cards. He's been married. Like, oh, how old is he? Oh, I, I thought he was younger, but I found out he was, um, you know, he had a photo of himself online from a long time ago and he's actually 42, I guess, but he just said a little bit older. Like she goes, he doesn't, I don't think he's a liar. He just, he just is really vague about things and doesn't really give me details. And I'm like, yeah, cause he's a liar. Like delusion, delusion. What? what made me very nervous in that scene kate when you're saying that this this rosie is listening and literally her jaws on the ground going excuse me because she goes as you say you know he is um his age i mean he didn't he didn't she's going well he lied and victoria's going no 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 he didn't lie he just and before she says it she says you know it was um it was um me because i should have i should have been more direct and asked his age See, already this guy screams con man. As Kate said, she sits down with his friend Rosie. And you know the producers must be like, look, you have to say everything to this friend because it makes such good conversation. What does he do? I don't know. They've been talking. How long have they been talking, Kate? A year, Uh, two years? I don't even have that. I don't either. I don't know if they said. No, maybe not that long. No, no, no. no. 2020, right? The divorce thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So little bit when it was filmed maybe a year and a half something like that yep. so she goes she goes what does he do i don't know don't know you do she goes he seems he seems to have a lot of money but i don't know how he makes money and the friend goes um okay uh what you know what i mean what do you know about him well i think he's 42 she also found out that his name she i mean she seems as you say she wills this. She, I think she's watched so much anime. She yep. has become obsessed with Japanese culture. She wants this Japanese man. And when they put up, Kate, when they put up the photo that he sent her of what he looks like, and then you see him being interviewed, because you see him being interviewed, listeners, I honestly nearly fell to the ground. She's like, he looks like, you know, <laughs> oh, she's someone that has the worst nervous laugh in the entire much. existence. Every single sentence <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> It's not as annoying for me as other people because this girl, she's aware of it. She says, I don't do confrontation. I don't know how to confront anyone. And I just laugh. And, but it's really bad the way she does. It's like every sentence, (laughs) every sentence. (laughs) I I, I think that what she will learn from this eventual breakup is like, she says how to be more firm. Like, yeah, that's, I think that will be her lesson is like being direct, you know, 
standing I, up for yourself a little bit. Hopefully, asking questions, about asking a man questions. That you're gonna bring. So good. listen, she genuinely knows nothing about this man. She no. she found out because she says his name was Sean, and I already thought it was weird that he's Japanese. And she goes, "Oh, and then of course, um, <laughs> it was only afterwards I found out his name isn't even Sean. He says it's just a stage name." I didn't I'm know. sorry. I, I, I'm a stage name. But what do you do? Who are you? Who is he running from? Then he was married. Is he divorced? And he claims I'm divorced. He'll give half answers to everything. And she admits this. He yeah. will not answer her or he'll say something like, I'm divorced in Japan because he was married to a foreigner. She doesn't know where. She doesn't know no. where this woman was from. She doesn't know if it's just a Japan Japanese divorce. And that's different to an internet. It is cuckoo what this girl is doing it's a really bad choice for her to pursue this uh so is it in episode one that he arrives yet or no no okay we, so that's we yeah do start getting interviews with him yeah. and honestly i nearly i think i want to just go online find them and replay them and keep watching him because whoever is interviewing him is asking the questions we would ask right yep and this guy goes uh i'm not going to do the accent because it will be so incorrect it'll be terrible but he's like yeah i'm uh i'm victoria's man a mystery and then and he like does his arm movements and he looks dude he's not even 42 god knows how old he is unclear we'll never know and then they go um okay so what do you do how do you earn money (laughs) he just says in the interview he's like i um don't know how i earn money i i have i'm a youtuber okay Okay, would you earn money by that? Oh, I don't know how I earn money. Online things. Dude, it is so... And then they go to him. Um, Then they ask about... It was about money and it was about the stage name or something like that. And he says, quote, let's skip this part. I was like, you are such good casting. It's amazing. Amazing casting. I have a lot of notes about episode two with them. That's, that's okay. really, that's was there anything else in episode much one? It right. Episode yeah. one, we went through, so we've met, we've met one, uh, two, three, four. So what we're going to do in episode two is some of them come back. Yep. So we see a little progress, a couple of them, and we are introduced to <laughs> one. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm going to let you start this because I, uh, my rage listener is going to go through the roof because also I would like to say this episode two is entitled British women are hard work. <laughs> and you know what? I couldn't wait to see you, you rage know about this. What? I'm just going to say the person that said we're hard work is a monstrous human being who is a, who likes the term man child who has never grown up, who is an absolute defunct member of society. So you know what? If I'm hard work to you, thank God, dude. Thank God. Kate, take it away with Richard. Richard is 41. He's from Preston. Which is right next to Yorkshire. I shit you not. So they are all up in the Northwest. It was bizarre. bizarre. What's it Lancashire? Lancashire, yeah. Okay. Lancashire is right next to Yorkshire. Okay. County, yeah. The Shures. So no. then he is with Kathleen, 32, from the Philippines. Ding, 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 ding. 
And he's a real piece of work, guys. He I can't. has his money from running, as he describes it, a pub quiz empire. He started out hosting. So like you go to a trivia night and there's always that bald guy who's like, hey, 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 I'm so wacky and crazy. Wild. That's him. And he, I guess, turned it, he developed software. He like turned it into an app or something. And now he thinks he's this big boss guy. What does he say? I'm the leader. If you want to follow me, step in line. Or he says something like that. Every single sentence that comes out his mouth screams you were bullied in school and you are a deeply insecure man that's all every sentence that comes out of his mouth just screams that because he claims this empire as you just said kate his house is i look house prices in england are very very expensive but that is an ordinary house that is not someone he goes an international you know what but our podcast is international we could say we have an international podcast we're not getting millions from it that we have an international podcast. We do. His insecurity, it is like a not, honestly, I'm going to let you go because my rage through this will be obscene. So please take it away. He tells us that he wants to find a woman that's quote, more traditional than the modern woman because British women are hard to please. They just take, 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 take. And I wrote, I just know Pauline is cursing Richard out right now. I am. I'm keeping it in. He's a misogynistic pig. It's a misogynistic he... pig that never grew up past the age of 15. His, he says he's proud to walk around at 41 years old and go, my night starts in the day. Drink, drink, pub, pub, club, club, strip club, kebab shop, go home wasted. Dude, if, if he wasn't unlikable before and you listen to that, It is a man desperately trying to either relive a youth, live a youth he never had because he was probably bullied the entire time and had no friends, or he genuinely has such a small scope of the world and interactions with regular human beings that he thinks that is attractive and people will think he's cool because he's 41, bald, and goes to strip clubs every night where women take his money and take advantage of him. He's pathetic. I was just going to say that pathetic, completely pathetic. And he is uh, telling us, God, I have so many quotes written down because everything he said was so appalling. Yes. He said, uh, I will flirt and I'm going to flirt. I enjoy doing so. And he goes, trying to say no when little Ricky no. wants to say yes is really no. difficult. He 100% cheats on her all Constantly. the time. Constantly. All the time. Like and every can day. You imagine the state of anyone that, first of all, would go near him. And he would, he is that man that will stick it in anything, any yes. bit of attention that comes up to him that makes him feel like he's a little bit accepted by people mm-hmm. he will be like all right i'll stick my dick in you and then tell you what a disgusting human being you are afterwards because this quote i know it comes later kate i'm just have to yep. inject it now yep there is a type of man ladies and gentlemen you may have met in life who is this man and they they are for all intents and purposes heterosexual but they just don't like women they feel threatened by women they were probably turned down a lot by women when they were younger so they have a rage against women and his rage bubbles slowly underneath 
and these misogynistic comments that he makes is the rage bubbling over, not fully over, but it's getting there. Then he has a quote like this. He says, you don't want to marry the dirty girl. You want to marry the good girl. And I wrote fucking pig because what this type of man does is he sees women in two ways, virgins and whores. That is a complex called virgin whore complex. That's all he sees at them. And I can tell you right now, that is a guy that marries a quote unquote good girl and cheats with a quote unquote dirty girl continuously. You nailed it. I mean, you nailed him. It's impossible to watch this man on television i mean, I mean I'll, keep, he's, I'll keep watching him but well of course and he's basically winking at the camera too i felt he's like because yes. he's like um well i'm gonna flirt and yeah like i i can't say my eyes not gonna wander my whole life i'll look but i won't touch but his his he's saying that out of his mouth but his eyes are saying i pork girls in the bathroom if yes, they even does, you know what i mean like yeah. you can just tell and so he surprisingly has somewhat put together friends. I will talk to you about the friends. Tell me about I these friends, Polly. Cannot. Okay, there's one next to him that is a very um he was a southerner. Just want to put that in there. Yeah. Um he was a southerner that was like put together and articulate and afterwards said, "Yeah, I mean, he's re- he's completely sexist." But there was other two that were from around uh where he was and they a lot of stuff was shown in this this one Mm -hmm. friend scene that they all have he goes oh let's i'm gonna go out and get drunk like he thinks as a fit it's like 15 year old being like that's what makes you an adult right being able to go out and get drunk you get wasted anyway so he goes to this bar that looked like a nice bar sat down and these friends were having like cocktails not just like on a lager frenzy like Mm -hmm. he does every night Mm -hmm. but they sit down and this guy very 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 gently approaches the fact that she is not going to be a slave to you you are bringing this woman over saying you want to enhance her life when really you are going to do nothing kind of but degrade it and i'm saying in a much harsher way than he did it was very gentle and this richard got so angry that anger started in him but he this man was echoing what this prick said he said she's gonna stay at home this is the way gonna stay at home she's gonna clean for me while i'm out she's gonna look after the house she i don't need to get a cleaner she's gonna be my quote cleaning fairy mm-hmm. he's emotionally stunted he is a sad little man and this friend was just like dude, I'm just saying what you just said you expected of her. And he goes, no, look, we're equal. There is equality. We are equal. We are a team. But you know what? She's going to have, quote, traditional traditional uh, roles. And uh, I'm going to go and work. And it is what it is. Just anger at him. I was and like, then, Ooh. well, and then he puts it on her and he's like, well, if she doesn't want to do this, she needs to speak up. And it's like, she's probably not speaking up because she thinks you'll leave her to go fuck that girl in Malaysia again. Oh, yeah, because we we meet Kathleen in the Philippines and she is, oh, by the way, first of all, of course, he completely sexualizes her. The first, he'd never, oh. I, I don't even remember him talking anything about her apart from her ass and her body. Not a word of what this woman is. And this woman is a nurse. She's educated. She speaks English fluently. She takes complete care of that family. Her mother has Parkinson's disease. And this woman completely cares for everyone in the family she was massaging the mother's feet and toes and just being an 
beautiful caretaker just from Mm -hmm. the pureness of her heart and and what she wants to do for her family so my blood started to I mean it was already boiling but even more so when I realized she's going over there in good faith and and leaving her mother who has a terminal illness yep and he's gonna waste her time he's gonna abuse her whether it's emotionally or whatever he's gonna do that to her use her cheat on her Yep. And I just was like, don't go. That was very sad to think about. I went there too. I was like, because she's she has this scene with her brother in the kitchen yeah. and um, she's cooking eggplant. She's like, yeah, Richard doesn't eat this kind of thing. He just likes burgers and oh, stuff like that. And so they're talking about Richard and stuff. And her brother's like, wow, I can't believe you're going. And you know, you do so much stuff for our parents. And, sh- and he's like, well, I guess I'll just, she goes, well, you'll have to learn, you know? And he's like, yeah, I guess I'll have to learn how to take care of mom. And I, I was just like, for oh. this fucker. Which as you were mentioning Malaysia, he also speaks about how, or she does when she goes and has her friend scene. Um, what happened is, is that she was speaking with him. Um, he had come over, they have met, by the way, he came over to the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Um, she then found, and I love this as well. This was so typical of, of this stunted little boy she was like and he lost his phone you know he suddenly goes out and gets wasted and loses his phone at 41 years old yeah and she goes so he was using mine so he's logged into my things i got alerts we all know what's coming messages from multiple women he was even in dating apps while he was in the philippines with her so she broke up with him she said it was six months and then it was the start of the pandemic and she got money put into a bank account from him. So she texts him being like, uh, this is a mistake. I don't know why you just sent me money. And he said, well, I sent her money because, um, you know, I wanted to make sure she survived the pandemic. And that's how we started speaking. She found out that while um, six months, that's what it was, six months, mm-hmm. he had already dated and met another woman in Malaysia and went over there and visited it just in the six months, already gone over there. And then he says to camera, once again, in that wink to camera style, oh, sex was so good. But that's when he said, but you don't want to marry the dirty girl. Dude. Yep. And Dude. he described that woman in Malaysia. He says, um, well, before the whole money, me depositing money thing, I found another hot, uh, sorry, hot Asian babe from Malaysia. Ooh, the, like the just fetishizing. Fe- yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh <laughs> I wanted to also say when she found this, so they're going back and forth, like kind of Mm -hmm. talking about this story of him cheating and her finding the stuff on the phone and everything. Mm -hmm. And he says, what can I say? I have a weakness for a good bottom. And then she's like, yeah, I saw this stuff on his phone. And then it goes back to him and he's like, I was screenshotting the most beautiful photos of women and his word lady boys. Yeah. I don't, I didn't understand and he just has this big grin on his face and he just thinks the whole thing is a big joke. I think he believes Kate that he's going to come across as a charming bad boy. I think that is the delusion he's under. I think he thinks people are going to watch this and be like, oh, he's a real English lad, isn't he? Because he's interested in women and beer and strip. And I think he is brought up whatever influences he had thinking that that's a man that's an english man get a woman stick her in the house make sure she picks up my pants and looks after everything like that's his whole thing and i think he really does believe he's going to come off as like 
charming on this naughty bad boy Oh, dude. You are Actually, so I just remembered I took a recording of the the first thing he says about his love, supposedly oh, Kathleen. Please. Let's see if we can hear it. So much. I met Kathleen on a dating website which was intended for international daters. She's very, very cute. She's got quite a large head in comparison to her body, but what a great answer. <laughs> I love your what the fuck at the end. <laughs> that was great. Yes, we said, and by the way, I mean, it's not our job here to talk about people's looks, but uh, guess what? We're going to talk about his looks. Um, <laughs> here, I don't think he takes any, he shovels lager and burgers into him all day. He's completely unhealthy, doesn't take care of himself. And he talks about women's bodies all day long and judges which are appropriate for him and which aren't. That's how it always goes though, right? And to be clear, Kathleen is gorgeous. She's uneducated. And and she's articulate. And she's great. Yeah. I am so worried about her, Kate. I am so worried about her. He's going to ruin her life temporarily until she gets out of it. So that was, you know, what? I hope she marries him and takes half of this apparently very successful international pub quiz business. Yeah, that's why I wish for Kathleen. Go Kathleen. He says he's now, after all the cheating stuff, he says, well, I thought about, you know, how it made her feel. And now I'm a reformed character. Mm. Wink. Okay. Wink. Wanker. That is the perfect word for Richard. You're a knobend and you're a wanker. (laughs) All right. Um, Now the rest, Kate, are people that we've seen in the previous episode. So do you, like, well, Katie... Um, I'll just say from Yorkshire, yep. she just yep. goes to Mexico. That's kind of all we see that she's prepping, packing a bag, talking to her grandmother, and she's about to go to Mexico. Yeah. The only other thing is it cuts to him and he's showing his parents an engagement ring that he bought, he already bought for her. Yes. And they're very apprehensive about how quickly this is all happening. Classic 90 day trope. And yes. uh, they say to us, like they want them to live there so that they can help them if needed i guess you know just a parent mm. thing to say mm. and then um they're like well make sure you show her a really good time so that she wants to move here and stuff yeah and that was kind of it yeah that was it for katie yeah. so we know that in the next episode we're hopefully going to see her in mexico and see how she does it's oh. so hard <laughs> seriously she's she's like she's me we cannot be in the heat uh, and i moved to los angeles so uh, you know uh, i don't know what that was about but riddle me this but yeah i um i'm just like her she it's she's just she's really really pale i'm really really pale her, her grandma is grandma yeah. liz is like uh you better you do it you you have the accent she goes, you better um, bring um Oh yeah. And what, what are you going to bring? You know, on your hat, on your head, on your head. And she goes, a hat. hat. And she goes, yeah, you got to do that. Remember what happened to you? I went to Spain. And she goes, oh yeah, I got sunstroke. I mean, it's like, <laughs> yeah, she's going to pass the fuck out in Mexico. Dude. Yep, she's yep. going to pass out. Now we are back. Majority of it, Kate, was victorious. So do you want to take us in? Oh, yeah. Go on. Okay. Because he's here. He's in London. So Sean has arrived. And she Not tells his us real name. Carry on. 
he uh he arrives and they have an incredibly awkward unbelievable <laughs> this made me cackle pauline i know they they greet each other they get into the taxi no no, and... no set the scene i want you to set the scene of she's waiting there <laughs> she's a... <laughs> he comes through and what is the foot the, the first thing she even says kate or notices um well I do have to go back and say, she tells us she thinks that Sean is her last chance at love. She's 33. She says, he's my last chance at love. said that. Yeah. I didn't want to forget that because I thought that was so wild. Oh, come on, Victoria. I know. It's like, I'm 30. Um, And so, wait, what is, I don't know if I know what you're saying. Yeah, we may be, okay. So what happens is you see her, she's got all this, this, you know, butterfly. She's excited in the terminal. She yeah. sees him coming through and she goes, oh, I'm just so excited. I'm going to run. So you're like, usually every single night is the same. They run up, kiss, hug, blah, blah, blah. She runs up. He comes out looking about 15 years older than any of the photos <laughs> or video chats she's probably seen. And he's just dazed. Like he looked like his eyes were just dazed and he's pushing his luggage car, oh, yeah. which oh, yeah. has like four, no, three huge suitcases. <laughs> and right. I instantly in my head, I thought, you are never getting rid of him. He's no. not coming here on a visa for 90 days, love. So <laughs> what happens is, is she goes up to him and I shit you not. He's just staring. There's not even words out of his mouth. He's just like comatose. Yeah. And she goes, um, she's, oh, ha, 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 the luggage. And then they just stand there. And she's like, ah, and he goes, oh, my luggage, yeah. And then she goes in and they do like a side hug. It was awful, Kate. It was awful, dude. It was such good TV. And they get into the taxi. I know. (laughs) I know. And they're sitting next to each other, just hands on their thighs, facing forward, not looking at each other, not talking to each other. There's no hugging. There's no kissing. No. There's no joking. There's no talking. No. And what does he do? He pulls out his phone and starts playing Pokemon Go. Which Pokemon! Can we, can we just talk about the fact that that has not even been a thing since like 2016? I, listen, listen. Why is he playing I, Pokemon Go? Do people still play that? I don't know, but I want to now. After I, I saw mean, him, I was like, I want to play Pokemon Go I now. played it when it came out, yeah. Yeah. I This scene of those two <laughs> fools sat in this van, and she's just sat there, like you say, her hand's just on her lap, and she's just looking forward, and he's just sat there looking what silent, picks up his phone. I don't think he knows where he is. I'm honestly he was convinced so... he doesn't know where he is. What was wrong with him? He was so out of it. I'm like, did he take an edible? I on the think, pl- no, I think this man is like, my plan is coming together, and I think the lies, you actually see him in a later scene, you can practically see the clogs going through in his head thinking what was that lie i told her what year was that do i he sat there going uh... i need to remember everything i have ever told her because right. this shit is gonna get to... so they sat there and then she just looks over <laughs> his phone and she's ah, ha, 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 you're playing pokemon go and it wasn't even a grunt from him and then they get to Nothing. the hotel and the editors put in these little like they obviously <laughs> it's like copyrighted so they can't do an actual pikachu thing but yeah. they do these like 
fake emoji Pokemons on the oh, screen. I love that was so. See, the editors need to win awards for what they do on Ninety Day. So Outstanding editor. Oh God. And okay. So the plan is they're going to stay in London. What she thought the plan was is that they were going to stay in London for a few days, do some sightseeing, you know, and just kind of like decompress from him traveling. And it's like, okay. And then they're going to head up to where she lives and where she wants to find an apartment because it's less expensive. Obviously her friends are there. Her family's there. She cares for her father who Mm, um, has some health issues. And so that's the plan, but, um, he tells her he wants to stay in London and they're in this tiny little hotel room. He's like practically on top of her. They're they're, they're just sitting on the bed. He's playing Pokemon go and he is like right next to her. And she's just Mm -hmm. sitting on the bed with her hands in her lap. Just like, gotta get through this. Gotta get through this. Gotta get through this. Gotta get through through this. this. (laughs) I, I, Looked at his luggage in my mind's eye of how I want it to be. I imagine that when she goes into the shower, he <laughs> opens up one of these huge pieces of luggage and it's all different passports. <laughs> it's manila envelopes filled with different birth certificates. He's got wigs. He's got disguises, hair yep. dye. That's yep. what yep. I want to, I am imagining is in just one of those suitcases. Yes. Because this guy is up to something so dark none of us know what it is i none of us am so giddy at the fact that they're just you know they are just going to drop this crazy bomb on us with him and i cannot wait there's this dinner there's this amazing dinner scene yes where she decides that she's going to get a little bit firm and confront him about his life like who the fuck are you what do you do for money what's the deal dude and so she's like so are you divorced and he's like yeah i'm yeah i'm divorced in japan in japan yeah i'm divorced in japan and uh he tells her a previous marriage was also international won't say where from no and um then he goes on to reveal that the divorce papers something was finalized in japan in july 2020 yeah so probably like the the previous year and she's like i'm sorry what like she she goes he led me to believe that this was long ago yeah and it was like last year yeah and and that's when you see the clock he's going oh oh yeah this jet lag is a killer with my lies I have, I did a little research moment yes, here. please, please. Okay. This is my favorite part. His career. So, <laughs> oh, God. She asks him how he makes money. And he says, yes. I'm a YouTuber. Yeah. She goes, yeah, yeah. I looked at your YouTube. You haven't posted any videos for the past two years. Amazing. That was amazing when she said that. And he's like, uh, 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 well, uh. And I went ahead and uh, went to stargasm.net, where else? Highest and journalism. they had an entire article about this. Yes. <laughs> so he, the thing is his, you guys, his YouTube channel is him. It's like woodworking. It's just him like shoving wood through a saw thing. Okay. okay. It's like that and he does have some very popular videos on there okay there's videos on there with okay. over a million views oh right 
but those are from several years ago. So how the money breaks down is if you have a video with 2 million views or something, it is possible that you made 5k to 10k back then at one point ad revenue maybe or something. But, um, in the past month he has had, um, checks notes, 13,000 views total on his channel from his old videos, which translates to maybe 150 bucks in ad revenue. Sean hasn't posted, hasn't uploaded a single video in the past three years at this point. Okay. I'm going to throw out that he was, he was married. There wasn't a divorce. There was a death. And I think he inherited a ton of, but these are my theories. I think he's got, there is absolutely a kid, maybe two. That's going to come out that he's got a kid or two. Absolutely. I think there was no divorce. I think he offed his ex-wife who had some money, who he he was wearing some disguise with, got married to, got in the will, offed her, got the inheritance. Yes, pushed (laughs) her off a body never found. And now he is living off that. That's my theory for Sean. I love that. My theory was just like he gambles online or he has like a secret OnlyFans or he like sells foot photos or something. Oh, add that in. I mean, that could be possible. Very I'd like, I'm like, because well. I'm like, maybe he makes money online in some sort of semi embarrassing way or something. You know, I'm like, because he that he keeps going back to that. I make money online. I make I money know, online. The producers are like, how? And he's like, I don't know. It is like, you don't. I know. I know. <laughs> it's that, and he's trying to run away from this family of the woman he killed. There's just like a lot going on in his life. <laughs> he brought everything he owns. He's everything. on the lamb. So basically we leave this couple um, (laughs) with the producers talking to him and he's talking about how there's a secret. There were so many secrets in this, in these episodes. And he's like, well, I'm not hiding anything. It's not hiding. It has to be the right time. I will tell her everything at the right time. And I said, yeah, yeah. After you convince her to marry you. Yes. The quote was, truth needs the right time to be told <gasps> oh sean merch alert <laughs> merch 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 that is gonna be the title of his biography no it's gonna be the title of it's gonna be i was gonna say autobiography no it's gonna be the title of the biography that i'm gonna write <laughs> about sean because i tell you it there is at least a trilogy in his past from uh-huh. what he has got up to and this is just the first two episodes. Guys, we have 10 guys, more episodes of stuff. I'm so excited. I'm thrilled. The word is thrilled. I <sighs> have nothing. I am bereft after watching it because I am, I need a, I need a little, I need a fainting couch to, <laughs> to just relax on because of the drama from him and what just casting gold, 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 gold. Well done, TLC. Well done. They really did it. I mean, the only th- the only other person we saw Bridie again, and I just wrote, "Leave each other." That was my <laughs> only note because that's the only thing that happened. Bridie just left uh, Lebanon, and that was that. So I just wrote yeah. that down. Yeah. Um, I mean, Kate, I am the fainting couch is waiting for me because even just reliving this all again, 
it, it is the adrenaline's high it's pumping and then we crash but before we crash I think Kate what I would like to do is to have a little chat with you okay about I kind of know the answer who are you most excited about who are you most excited about uh the man of mystery Sean the man of mystery but I would also like to add did you see what's coming next remind me okay listeners they gave us a glimpse and it was like a glistening jewel that you went to go and reach and it was snatched away for you as the as the episode ended you see a woman at least late (gasps) 70s yes with a egyptian i think egyptian or Moroccan, and you know our history with Egyptian and Moroccans in 90 Day World. Mm-hmm. 28-year-old Kate. That's right. I am going to lose That is going to be up there for me. I love an old, old, old woman. Oh. And, you know, I heard it was just a glimpse of us. Listeners. Like, she gave it to us very, very quickly. They gave it to us very, but she, she sounded quite, you know, quite well to do. And I was like, uh oh, if she's got money as well, it's not a Danielle Muhammad. This is someone that's actually going to have money. 28 year old, and she's like in her late 70s. I am, it's genius. That's all I can say it's about like, this show, Kate. It's like Anna Nicole Smith with that decrepit old 87. Anna should have got every fucking penny. She did a lot for them. <laughs> I know. I love Anna. I Anna, know. Anna, fabulous Anna, Anna Nicole. She's so outrageous. That was her theme. I used to watch that show all I need the to time. revisit that. R.I.P. Anna. You were a living legend. We loved you. And there's um, a gay couple, right? I oh, there is. A, I think there's a gay couple. Yeah, there is, and he's Scottish, actually. Ooh, so I okay. like the fact that they're actually living to ninety day fiance UK. We're doing right. Scotland. We're doing England. I don't know if there's Wales and Northern Ireland. We shall see. But I mean, there are eight couples total. So I think those two are probably the last we're going to meet. Then, right? Because we've got um, one, two, three, four, five. No, probably. I think we've got like three more, dude. Ooh. Well, you can rest assured we will be covering every (laughs) microscopic detail of these shows, as you can tell. Um, Kate, this has been just pure joy, pure, pure ecstasy and joy. Um, we want to definitely do a little bit of plugs here just to say, um, you know, to go and follow us on our social media. Um, you can have a, you can check us out on Instagram and TikTok at tender loving care pod and on Twitter at TLC potty email us. We would love to know your thoughts. We want to know where you're listening from. Um, you can email us at tender loving care pod at gmail.com. And of course, Kate, we're going to have to mention our, um, non-Patreon, our, our regular, uh, podcast tender mm-hmm. loving care question mark which as i said in the beginning we cover two episodes a week from the tlc channel so it can be some horrendous recreation show from like 2012 or reenactment show from like 2012 and then it can be like sister wives like we've yeah. had a lot there Kate we've had a lot we have we're really opening up the vault Ooh, and yeah. diving in and yeah. just if you ha- saw this show 10 years ago, tune mm. in and just relive mm. it with us because we just kind of like t- 
it's take dreamy. the piss as they it's say. Ju- take the piss there you go on theme so we will be covering every week we will be covering um 90 day fiance uk i never want it to end i'm just gonna say that right now um the patreon episodes will be available every monday mm-hmm. and then our regular podcast um will be available on tuesday so we would love it if you could support us on both we want to say Kate, definitely a massive, massive thank you to all of our all of our Patreon uh, people and all our Patreon PAs. Yes, thank you to the PAs. You're working so hard, you are, and you're you helping are. us uh, continue to do what we love to do. And uh, I mean, we yeah. we appreciate you so much. We really, really do. Thank you so much for listening. Um, this has been fantastic. We are going to be chatting with you again next week. Um, so make sure you're all caught up on Sunday with episode three. And I'm just praying. I think the woman's the 79 year old woman's yep. going to be on it. And I want to see one of the suitcases opened. I want to see some. I wonder. There's going to be like gold bars in there and stuff from this. Guy. <laughs> Something. Like, it might have been the snacks too. There were like mountains of, snacks. of snacking happening in that hotel room uh, no no clue if there was any sex do you realize there was nothing mentioned about intimacy pauline they couldn't even look at each other no, i don't think true. there was any sex happening i don't know what's going on there but i would love to dive into that as well absolutely <laughs> all right we will wrap this up we are going to be chit chatty chit chatty chat chat with you on monday um for episode three of 90 day fiance uk and for now it is goodbye goodbye bye